Hey guys, welcome back. This is This Insecure Life and you're listening to Kathleen and this week, guess what? I would drum roll if I could, but um, I have a friend here. So Stevie is here and we're just going to chat about insecurity. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Stevie. How's it going? Good. Um, full disclosure, we have been chatting all day, so <laughs> if you feel like you're coming into something, you definitely are. <laughs> um, I guess maybe I should like quick intro you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, right? So Stevie's from Australia. Um, she actually got delayed because Air Canada is a treat to deal with. Um, and <laughs> we met. That's such a great time. <laughs> oh God, Air Canada, sponsor me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we uh, are friends through the My Favorite Murder community, and she helped to um, moderate and was on the admin team for the Meowderinos group. Shout out, guys. Love you if you listen um, for a while, and then took a break from that. And so we hung out a little bit while she was on a trip to North America. Your first trip out of Australia. out of the country. Yeah. And then today, the, like, I really wanted to hang out because all I miss is my cat. Like, like... (laughs) So I was like, can I just come hang out with your cat? Like, that's all I want. And of course you, but like, majority, to be honest, is your cat. I'm not offended in yeah. any way. Not offended. It's like, all I wanted. I miss it so much. It's just, Patty, hey, are you going to come hang out, Bobs? Come join us. There's a lap for you. Yeah. Bobbin's a lap cat. I think I've said that before. She's really enjoyed having Stevie around because that means... It's all I want is just... just... Oh, there she goes. She's also about half the size of my cat. So my cat, if he tries to sit on my lap, he sort of like falls off it a little bit. I need to put a cushion down for him to sit on. So there's like enough room for him to lay down. So it's sort of nice to just like, one, not be squished to death. Um, she's pretty tiny. Yeah, she's just adorable. Oh boy. Oh boy, Bobs. Um... So, also, fun fact, Stevie has not listened to an episode of this, so we're just sort of going with it, and we're going to just talk about insecurity and how it impacts her life and my life and all of that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't even know, like, how you would usually start it. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, usually I just, like, I mean, they, I was going to be like, oh, like, this is a secret, but uh, they know. I don't usually have a topic till I start recording. Oh, yeah. um, so it's like I, events type. Kind of. It's like, usually it spirals off what's been happening in my life. So, like, okay. I mean, probably for me, if, like, I was to, like, come out of, like, <laughs> the last 24 hours, if I was you, I'd be like... Yeah, I mean, like, a lot happened. Right, um, like, not being able to get home and not being able to see your cat when you're like, I've been away for two weeks and I just want to, like, cuddle Mulder and, also, like... Also, I spent way too many hours in an airport uh, that I had very little to offer. <laughs> it was, like, a domestic airport, so it wasn't even international because I had to change cities before I left the country. Yeah. So it had, like, two places to eat and... No pharmacy, which is really what I wanted, you know, just to refresh myself. Yeah, I mean, the Pearson Domestic Airport is pretty crummy in, yeah. in that Oh, sense. yeah, that's where I was, too. Yeah. So, it yeah. wasn't, I don't even know, what, oh, hello. I don't even know what the Vancouver Domestic Airport's like, so I can't really comment on that. You know, they're both pretty, pretty similar. Um, yeah, I mean... You were pretty hopped up when I, when you got here this morning. You're definitely way calmer now. Yeah, so I 
Well, you should have seen me last night. (laughs) (laughs) I have never raged at customer service before. I am always of the mindset of, look, they're doing their job. I feel bad for them. So many people are yelling at them. But I lost it. I couldn't. I mean, I didn't yell at anyone, but they definitely knew I wasn't happy. I may have said their company was a piece of shit. So, (laughs) like, they knew I wasn't overly happy. Um, First of all, I was... Flights get delayed. I'm totally fine with that. That happens. Um, There was zero communication. But the communication that we sought out was all different and all wrong. So no one had an answer. Uh, So it was very frustrating. Very, like, I'm in a different country. I'm just trying to get home. (laughs) This is my first time out of the country. I'm all alone. And uh, I was told, yeah, you'll make your flight. It doesn't matter that we're delayed. It's the same plane. We, I was reassured, but one other person heard a different story. Yeah, that's. I mean, that would make that would make me flip out for like a whole bunch of reasons. And I, I only had you know, sixteen hours in the airport to dwell on this, <laughs> <laughs> with very little distractions. <laughs> very little distractions. <laughs> so it wasn't the calmest of times. And the moment they said over the the PA that uh. Dear Sydney customers, unfortunately, you've missed your flight and you will not be returning tonight. Um, we don't have any more answers for you at the moment. So they couldn't tell me where I was sleeping, where I was going, or when I would go home. Yeah, that, I mean, that is, I, I would, I'd be so frustrated and I would be anxious. I mean, I went to Mexico a couple years ago and I, my flight got cancelled and I got stuck in the airport too, but they didn't. They didn't give me any accommodations. I ended up paying for a room and um, got reimbursed through travel insurance. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have to leave the airport because there was, like, a work-sleep space in there. So right. you could, like, rent a That's... room and there was, like, a workstation or it was a couch that pulled into a bed. I would have – see, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. See, the, also the problem was they didn't tell us anything until we're boarding now. So – while we're lining up, I'm trying to... I called my mum back in Australia. I didn't even check the time. Thankfully, it was, like, a normal time. She was at work. And I called her, and I'm like, look, I'm getting on a flight. Can I forward you my travel insurance, and can you call them and work out what I can do? Because I've, I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. I was freaking out. Also, I had to try to tell her while hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really understand what was happening and I didn't have time to explain it so I don't even know what she's thinking I'm just asking her to read my travel insurance for me and asking her to tell me how to claim it so that must have been a fun call as well Um, but then I'm stuck on the tarmac for two hours and they told us to turn off our phones so I couldn't call anyone I was just like messaging so yeah you're basically sitting there just sat there and it was freezing cold like minus 20 celsius outside and they had the door open because they're talking to the people outside it was so cold yeah i mean ontario is real real chilly right now it was oh my god i like i've literally never been that cold because it's 45 (laughs) celsius back home (laughs) i i came here because i wanted to experience winter winter is what i experienced but that wasn't the reason we were delayed that's the thing because there were flights coming in and out we had a plane so that wasn't the reason we were delayed it wasn't weather related yeah and even the the pilot on the plane like when we got in he's like yeah it's a cruisy flight back to vancouver tonight just flew there like just flew back from there so it's like 
there was nothing in the way of actually traveling but the plane but then we were meant to be on the same plane out of vancouver and that left so it just doesn't make sense yeah i just i mean this i've I've talked about it before like that communication is such a big like issue in making you feel more or less anxious or more or less angry had they spoken earlier to me and then as I'm getting on the plane, they're like, oh, we've got a seat change. Meanwhile, I've paid for extra legroom because I am, like, stupidly tall. Stevie is very tall, so I, I'm i 5'9", and the first day we met, I was like, oh, my God, you're tall. Yeah, like, I so think that I'm was the first stupid. thing I said to you. And, like, most of my height's in my legs. So I need extra legroom. I've busted my leg before on a plane. It's not fun. So I paid – it was, like, a lot of money, too. I paid that, and they just took it away. Yeah. Without telling me that it's like, we've got a seat change. Yeah, no, I, it's just, it was that, how you, how you were feeling and, like, what you showed up with, I think is so valid for, like, <laughs> what they put you through, and I hope, like, tonight your flight goes real fucking smooth. Oh, yeah. And then you can just get home and get it sorted and also, get a refund. Also, the amount of, like, sleeping aid I have bought today <laughs> <laughs> in the hope I will sleep on the plane, like... It's a slim chance. Yeah, how, I'm how long is the flight back from? 14 hours. Yeah. Um, and in Air Canada time, that's about 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Air Canada is really good for sponsorship here. <laughs> Nothing but nice things to say. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it actually probably is close to to 20 or 24 hours when like you, when you, get you in and like, do the three hour like ahead because you're doing an international flight yeah. security check-in like and then once you like arrive and have to like and because I don't trust that they've actually reserved the seat for me I'm gonna get there even earlier yeah and then like the travel to the airport and then the travel yeah. from the airport once you're home like it probably actually is a 24 hour am... trip I'm so glad I made my bed before I left like I've n- I never make my bed <laughs> <laughs> like, never I, my bed is always full of like junk and before I left, I'm like, I'm going to be tired when I get back. So past me had no idea how tired I was going to be when I got back. Fuck, I love when past me takes care of future me. Uh, I, I also mean, have food in my freeze. I'm so happy. Yes. Like, I don't have to leave my house until Monday when I start work. So that's only two days <laughs> to completely switch. Oh, that's true. I was like, it's it's Thursday today. But I was like, no, you will arrive back on Saturday. Saturday. Like, lunchtime so like halfway through oh yeah god you're such a trooper yeah i should really uh message work and be like yo do i have to come in on monday do you really need me also on that note um you work in the film industry right yeah i work in tv so i make reality tv in australia fuck i am a uk trash tv junkie so i feel like i would be super down to watch the shoes the shoes the shows you uh oh the last time i worked on was incredible it was like uh couples want to get married and their family don't approve so Uh they have to go to like therapy it's like wait the families have to go to therapy like the couple with the family oh my god go to therapy to try to like come to like a mutual understanding where they will come to the wedding and like it's that that there like are some hits crazy people all my triggers like all I want to do is like obviously talk <laughs> and like therapy's great oh it's great and then it combines trash TV it's and oh there's just some, like some quality characters there's like this mum who her first of all 
But the show is called Bride and Prejudice Australia, so I might as well do a little plug for it. Little plug. Bride and Prejudice? Bride and Prejudice. Also, top-notch name. So, there's there's one couple, uh, they're like, they each have a thing, so theirs is that their parents think they're too young to get married. But also, the mum says the worst things about her daughter-in-law. She says that she smells like a cat, which I take offence to. Because uh, cats are very clean animals. She calls her a slutty party girl. And this girl has helped her son get a job. <laughs> she calls her a slutty party girl because she came home drunk once from a Christmas party. <laughs> like, it is absurd. This woman is insane. I really want to know what she'd think about me. Because, like... like... The, the real issue is that she just didn't want her son to move out. Like... Yeah, that that's some... I mean... You should probably go to therapy, but not on a reality show, because no, that's no, really no, fucked no. up. <laughs> and it's like... Like an Oedipal complex, completely. She offers her, like, ten grand to leave her son, and a plane, like, a trip around the world. I would, I would probably Oh, she 100% that. should have taken it, because he is an idiot. I, that, I'm like, wait a minute, where can I find a man that has that's, a mother I that attached right? to him? That's, so I'm like, I was like... I mean, I would pretend to get engaged with him too. For $10,000 on a trip around the world? Hell yes! Yeah, like, I, I will sign up. That is worth a two-year relationship. I'm not sure, actually. Well, like, I'm thinking, like, he's probably not going to propose, like, a year, eight months to a year for a proposal. Like, I feel like okay. you underestimate how dumb this guy is. He asked during the show, uh, what are in-laws? So... Okay, I don't know if I could deal with two years of that, but I could deal with eight <laughs> months to a year of that. Yeah. For $10,000 so like, in a trip around the world. Eight months to a year, that's a <laughs> narrow down a little. Speed things along. I mean, most people don't fall in love with me that fast, but... Surely there's something you can buy to slip in his tea. Right, or if he's dumb, like, maybe I just, you know. He'll easily fall for reverse psychology. Fuck yes. Like, I'm definitely good at that. Youngest <laughs> yeah. child syndrome right here. Yeah, so that's a that's the type of shows I work on back in Australia is just like Well I was gonna I was gonna say that like we spent almost an hour trying to figure out my (laughs) very complex soundboard, but she works with video and not audio, so I mean it's the smallest I just asked someone else to do it really. It's got a lot of buttons for a person that records by themselves primarily. Primarily. <laughs> My first guest gives me a lot of credit. Well, yeah, it's primarily. <laughs> um, but we do think it's it's an electrical thing because Google is super helpful with that. So, um, yeah, you know, as as I got more... What, what Stevie doesn't know is I had Eric Canada to plan this whole thing. <laughs> We could could have just asked last time I was here, I would have just done it. (laughs) Oh boy. But also, it was like a weird upshot because I left my uh, Apple AirPod things here last time and my friend was going to mail them to me, but to be honest, a 14 hour flight without them would have been really annoying because I would have had to keep charging my phone and not being able to use it. Uh, But now I can do both because Apple only have one port. Oh Yeah. I was like, I work on Android, so yeah. no idea. Like, I've never really encountered this problem, but I've also never been on a flight that long before, so. Yeah, because to get the additional adapters, don't you have to buy an adapter to, like, yes. plug more things in? 
Yeah. Fucking Apple. I, I understand they make good product. I, like, reformatted my MacBook recently, which I want to, like, potentially move recording from my beautiful IBM ThinkPad PC <laughs> to my MacBook. I've literally never seen one of these outside of, like, a work situation. So, my, a lot of my family works at IBM. Okay. And I, sense. when I was in business school, um, Because my... they're, like, a, a business computer. Yeah. When I was in business school, um, I spent... I, this is embarrassing to admit, I spent probably, like, three hours working on an assignment in Excel on my MacBook, and the functionality of the Excel on a PC meant that it would have taken me 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah, no, that's... And so, and and also my MacBook had a lot of shit on it that I, like, it's, it's from 2010, so... Okay, um, that's... It's, Quite it's, a long time it's ago. It's pretty old. It needed to be reformatted. Literally almost a decade. Yeah, and so, whole bunch of reasons, but, um... <laughs> Poppin's so fucking cute, I can't even deal with it. She just, like, bounces around everywhere. Yeah, she... Oh my god. Um, anyways, so, when I needed a laptop, like, and I didn't want to be spending a thousand dollars... Uh, I reached out to my brother-in-law, and he helped me. Like, it's, a, it's like a refurbished it's, deal. It's, that's a sensible option, And really. it just, yeah, it, and it did what I needed it to for business yeah. school. But then my problem is I'm such a creature of habit that I get into using the same things. Right. And so now I'm like, oh, right, I need to, like, transfer over and, um... Like, well, and because I reformatted it, I lost all my, like, Word, Excel... PowerPoint functionalities on my MacBook. I mean, this may be super, a super boring topic, but because it's pre-2011, you can actually upgrade that MacBook uh, quite like quite far. You can get a whole bunch of new RAM and anyway. But after 2011, they baked it all in, so you couldn't do it. So the fact that it's so old may be a plus for you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, sad about that, because I do think, like, it works really well now that I've, like, cleaned it up. Yeah. But I, yeah. So, because I can't use word right now which is like I use it a lot in my day-to-day um but I was what I was gonna say is um one of, one of the other Meowderino uh, admins just got like so Kimberly got a package for she bought the excel program oh, okay and cool. she, she offered me the code so she was like once I get mine set up I'll give That's you the code and like because she has it for like five or six different devices and cool. she's like I don't have that many no. So once I get that going, I think I'll be easier to transfer to, which also might make the sound and editing easier for this whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Who, who fucking knows? I think it's pretty decent Like, overall. there's a lot of buttons on that video. Damn. I just... Yeah. We spent so long. I think it's because my intercom got fixed. Guys, my intercom got fixed. How fucking exciting. Stevie was able to, like, buzz up when she got here. Yeah. And I didn't have to go get her. I was confused uh, i mean I, but, but, I, by the archaic buzzer system so like i didn't when i didn't know if you had housemates and i was like is this the right i'm always i always second guess myself i will read a number and like my i have a fear of just having an awkward interaction so it's not even the awkward interaction it's the fear of having it and like if i even encounter it it's fine but it's just the fear of the possibility of an awkward situation so I'm like, what if I buzz the wrong person? I think someone buzzed me incorrectly earlier today. Oh, really? I thought it was you because I was, I went down for so a nap. So that explains why then you were like, it, there was just this weird yeah, long silence. And then you're like, 
Stevie? I'm like, yes, okay, good. Yeah. So, like, I wasn't sure if I had the right place, and then you obviously was wondering, like... Well, I was just like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I went, I woke up, I think, you guys know way too much about me, and I don't apologize for that, but I woke up this morning in the middle of a REM cycle, which, like, fucks me oh, up. Yeah. If you've ever done it. Yeah, it's, it's like, don't you're, know where you are. No, you're, like, underwater and groggy, and you're yeah, like, you're what like, is happening? Gross. Um, and then I sometimes get migraines, and especially when the weather in Vancouver is, like, between. So it was, like, today it was, like, am I going to be sunny or am I going to rain or am I going to be sunny or am I going to rain? So I, like, went down for, like, a half-hour nap, and someone buzzed, like, 15 minutes into that, and I thought it might have been you. Right. But when I picked up the phone, no one was there. Like, it was, like, hello, hello, no one was there, and, like, I just don't, I don't buzz people in if they don't identify who they are, right? Like. Yeah, that makes sense. That's. Safe. Right? Like, yeah. I just... I don't think you should buzz anyone in <laughs> if they don't identify. Like, I... So, when... That's why when you buzzed, I was like, Stevie? Like, <laughs> yeah. I... I'm getting better at awkward interactions. I think just because I've accepted that I'm kind of an awkward human being. <laughs> like, I just... I have happen. a tendency to over-explain myself. And I don't know whether this is completely in my head or whether it's really happening. But I often feel like... When I'm over-explaining myself, I can see in people's eyes them saying, please stop talking. <laughs> I get it. But <laughs> even though I recognize that, I still can't stop explaining myself. I get it. Um, yeah, I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> Bob and got it too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she jumped off Stevie's lap at that exact moment. Uh, no, I, I do that, I do it too. Yeah. What's, I'm gonna get real fucking 2019 on you. <laughs> what, when's your birthday again? What's your, what's your astrological sign? Oh god, I hate signs. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. Like, I have people who will mention it and will, I will continue, I will go on a rant. Okay. Feel free so to rant. This is, this is how, this is, I get stupidly angry at star signs, Okay. <laughs> Just the, the aspect of them. Keep in mind, I just went to Salem, Massachusetts because I love witches. But <laughs> the idea of people telling your fortune makes me so angry because it can impact your decisions you make, right? So I find I find the idea of it dangerous, which I like because it's a stepping stone to like bigger things. So it's like a starting off point that is like. This is, it's super crazy. It's a starting off point to what I think is like brainwashing people. Okay. So it's just cold reading. That's all star signs are, is cold reading. So you can be like, uh, you really, you really love being indoors and a good book to yourself. But every now and again, you need to go out there and recharge with your friends. Like that can literally. <gasps> to be fair, I, I, so I follow, I mean, the listeners. The crew that tunes in when they choose to tune in, because I let them, <laughs> um, know that, like, I, I do, like, I, I don't put store on it, but, like, I use it as, as oh, like, no. okay, right? Like, it's, it's fun, it's a tool. And, like, one of my best friends is into it, you know? and, but, like, but I, this is the conversations yeah. we have. Well, and I, I follow, um, astrologers, I guess, on, like, Instagram, and occasionally yeah. they'll be like, read your, like, daily horoscope, and I'll, I read, so, first of all, I learned in the last year, like, you're supposed to actually, like, read your rising, not your well, sun sign. And there's also, like, 
10 million different aspects and it's like your moon sign and well like yeah the- so it's like your sign your moon your rising and then you have like all the other ones that like add into it see, so most people know their sun sign i see that as an excuse to be vaguer and be like well you just need more information and then you put it all together so that is where i see it but i can understand yeah. how people follow it i like i said and i've told them like it's not if i were to like read my horoscope and it was like don't go outside you'll get hit by a bus i'd be like Cool, cool. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty clear. <laughs> also, pretty easy to fact check, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't get hit by a bus today. Great. But, but are you going to fact check that? I'm not going to fact check that. I'd be like, well, I guess that's a good indication that I should just stay in. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I did. I So I used to just read my um, sun sign. But I also, I actually was reading my moon sign too because cusps don't exist, whatever. I'm a Capricorn sun, Aquarius rising, or Aquarius moon, um, Cancer rising, but, like, that's, and I've had, and this is the other thing, I've had two different astrologers tell me two different things, Okay, so do you know, will you be able to tell someone else their information based on their birthday? Do you know enough about it to be able to, like, do a Like, what, what day's your birthday? 21st of December. Oh, yeah, so you're a, you're, you're a Cap. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm, I'm... On the cusp. I was going to say, you're, so, you're on the Capricorn cusp. Capricorn starts on the 22nd. Well, and that's so... It, oh, and also, well, I it, mean... It, it changes, right? So it's, it's 19, 20, 21, 22, depending on the alignment in the stars, right? Also, I live in a different time zone. So <laughs> technically, it would, oh, be yeah. the 20, it would be the 20th year. So that's... See, that's another thing. It doesn't take into account. I don't know. Well, so no. So when you do it, it, it if you put in, like there's calculators online right and you can like put in and if you choose your location and your time of birth it will give you the but it's again it's not always it's always correct and there are different ways to calculate it because I had my friend's mom does it and she told me I was an Aquarius Aquarius essentially yeah um and I was like okay like and she like wrote it out and it's it's it is vague and I've never met her mom um but it's also, it was, like, there have been things I've been, like, talking to my friend about. And so my friend, her mom, like, hand wrote it. And my friend typed it into me in an email. Yeah. And so she would put in her own notes of, like, we had just been talking and be, like, oh, like, I feel like I'm, like, very empathetic. Or I'm, like, having this, like, weird intuition-y thing. And so my friend would put it in and be, like, oh, this is, like, this is what you were talking about with this. So she would relate it back to things that, like. So I think that that's where I see cold reading. Like, that's the exact same place I see. But without her mom ever meeting me? Yeah, but that's that's what it, like saying you're empathetic you can easily be like okay I almost cried walking outside there because I saw the world's cutest interaction um please tell me so much right now okay (laughs) there was a dog with like it's it was sad but adorable there was a dog with like broken back legs its owners were taking it for a walk the guy was carrying the dog's back legs while the while the woman like carried led led it with a lead so I saw that walking out it was adorable that in itself almost made me cry but coming back, they were meeting another dog that was in a pram because it had no legs. What? <laughs> this, like, okay, I've lived in this neighborhood for almost four years and I've seen neither of these dogs. It was, they were meeting and the two dogs were meeting each other and I legit, they didn't know each other. These owners were like, yeah, so he's like this because this just happened to him. And I like walked past and I had to like, hide from them because I felt like I was going to cry and they would be like why is this person walking by us 
crying and just oaring at our dogs. It was like, honestly, I'd never seen a cuter moment. So, in going back to what we were talking about, if I had got a thing saying you're empathetic, that moment I'd be like, oh, relate to that. But you can relate it to anything. At the same time, if it said that you're feeling particularly not empathetic, I could relate it to the fact that last night I was not feeling empathetic towards the staff of Air Canada. So, like, the f- I think the funny thing is, and I don't, I don't know a whole lot about other signs. Like, I, there's, like, certain people that I gravitate to in my life, and, right. like, they usually end up being of certain signs. Like, I have a, a lot, lot of ha- Leos in my life. I have yeah. a lot of, like, Taurus, Aries people See, in my life. I, so what sign are you? So, my, my sun sign, the one that resonates and makes the most sense to me and, like, how, um, like, when you, like, break it down, so that, like, Sun sign is basically, like, the pinnacle of, like, who you want to be and who you strive to be. Right. And then the moon sign, and a little bit of, like, how you try and project yourself in the world. And your moon sign, which is Aquarius for me, is, like, that, like, shadow self, if okay. that makes sense. So, like, sort of the parts of you that, like, don't really resonate um, and, like, can make your life a little bit more difficult, I think. Like, that's that's my interpretation. And then your rising is the one that when you actually go to, like, read your horoscope, you're supposed to actually read your rising. Okay. Because the rising is how the world perceives you. And I'm a Cancer, which... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> how the world perceives you. And I'm a Cancer. <laughs> and I'm a Cancer. But also, like... It's funny because as soon as I put that into, like, when I learned that, I was like, whoa, shit, that explains why, like, people will be like, you're so emotional. And I'm like, but I'm really not. Like, and I can be, but, like, I'm also, like, very logical and very Capricorn-based. It's probably not so much that you're very emotional. It's more that you're very open so people see your emotions. Okay. I, like, that's yeah. how I view it. Like, yeah. you're open with your emotions. People are like, you're very emotional. But in realistically, like, they... That's not a sentence. But, <laughs> like, I realistically. Do all, <laughs> do all the time on this show. They just, they don't project as much emotion, but they feel that much emotion. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But, so, my point was going to be that the funny thing is, is, like, I'm pretty sure that Sagittarius are, like, the most skeptical of, like, <laughs> like that's where I just think, like, shit like that is, like, I just think it's funny. And I don't, like I said, like, I don't put store by it. Yeah. And, like, the one horoscope that I did read, and it was last week, and I read most of them, it was literally the same variation yeah. for everyone. And so I was like, oh, okay. That's like, a game I used to play <laughs> at work. This is, this is it would always lead to this and there's someone I work with that will bring it up every time we meet a new person they'll be like oh Stevie wants to know what your star sign is and that will lead (laughs) on to me ranting about how much I don't like star signs and then it'll follow on to a game that I used to play which is looking up the day's horoscopes and how I can relate everyone's sign to my the week I've had oh it's like me trying to point out that it doesn't matter what your sign is if you read one of them you're going to feel connection to it and I think what it comes down to, people want to. What is she in she's, your bag right now? She's in my scarf. She's wrapped herself up in my scarf. Um, Bobbin is gonna be really sad when you leave. I think she fell in love with you. <laughs> I love you too, Bobbin. Um, I think what it, it just comes down to, people want the random shit in their life explained. So, well, and we talked about this earlier about like religion, right? Yeah. Like it's it is it definitely is another way to like. It, it does lend something. Bring some purpose to the chaos. So if, or... someone, if someone loves star signs, 
like more power to them. Like love star signs, live your life by it. That's cool. <laughs> it's not gonna stop me explaining why personally I don't follow it. Yeah, but I could be so wrong. Like that's just the thing. Like there's still the possibility that I, I'm wrong. I think it's a mild possibility because I'm often. I mean, I, I'm not often wrong, but I'm totally wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> but I think because, I, I mean, there's scientific proof that, like, the moon affects the earth, right? And, and, what, and we're 90% water, that, so, like... I understand. That's scientific. And... So, I think because, like, that has, like, to me, that's, like, okay, there's science, there, there is science out there that shows that what's happening in the universe is somehow going to affect us and whether that results in like a star sign thing yeah. or like do you know what I mean like do you think do you think eclipse affects us or like do you notice like upticks in crazy around full moons well i you see it in animals okay yeah and i think there there could be some i've thought about this there could be some like animalistic thing of like full moon means there's more light means it's harder to hide like it makes sense in a predatory type of thing. Like, you're going to catch totally. more. So, and in the end, humans are just animals. Like, we still have animal instincts, and we've just pressed it down, and sometimes we don't understand it, because we've got society as well. Yeah. So you got to look at, like... Fuck, man, I talk about society a lot. <laughs> I love talking about society. <laughs> I'm a millennial. <laughs> Millennials. It's all we have to talk about, because it's ruined our lives. I hope you all really enjoyed my pop into a random Italian accent there. <laughs> I am giving myself a round of applause. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, I was not giving that a round of applause. <laughs> so good. Right, so, I mean, and I think that's, like, I, I feel like I ended up talking about this on one of the episodes in the last, like, two months and I was just like ranting about astrology <laughs> for a while and I don't like that's the thing like I mean I also go like I've gone to like psychics and like done tarot readings yeah like do you know what I mean and there's I, there's just a part of me that like it resonates with and I don't so I I've been to uh I went to John Edwards once uh, John Edwards crossing over of John Edwards crossing over fame. fame. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, yeah, I was yeah. like, I know this name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this name. Um, washed up celebrity husband. Um, <laughs> so I thought this would be so fun. I find this topic so fascinating. I watched like number of documentaries on this. This is why I get so angry about it. Not even angry. I get passionate, You're passionate about yeah. it. So I've watched a lot of things about cold reading and psycho- like the psychology of it all, and how it can affect people and how people base their lives around it. And I thought, this would be fun, because I'll be able to, like, watch and see him do, like, a little bit of cold reading. And he's very good at it. But it was, I had given him money. These people who were mourning people had given him money. And I felt disgusting. I felt so awful. They were crying people. And he, he used the term, I'm from New York. Some people think I'm rude. I'm just from New York. Which I didn't understand until I'd recently gone to New York. It's an actual thing. Um, but I don't think that's an excuse to be an asshole. No. So, I don't care where you're from. You don't need to be an asshole. No. And if if he wasn't picking up on something or whatever it was, like if something wasn't hooking, he would tell the person, no, there's something there. You just have to think about it. So he would put the blame back on the person. Oh, shit. And it just... It felt so fake and these people were crying because they'd lost loved ones. And like a particular like 
my friend asked me who I went with. She she sort of like found it entertaining. She's like a semi skeptic, so she sort of believes in it. Um, and she's like, "Oh, that was amazing! Like he picked up on all these things." And I was like, "It felt so fake." And I pointed out like the times that he would be like, "No, no, this is there's something there. You just need to think about it." I don't just point to a random person. There's something he kept saying that, which was really weird. Um, like just admit if you're wrong, dude. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like admit if you're wrong. And so there was this these people that got up, and they said that their friend had died. Uh, in a motorcycle accident, their their female friend had died in a motorcycle accident, um, and he said she was the life of a party. And my friend's like, "Yeah, how did she know? How did he know that?" First of all, that's a pretty, like, if it's your friend, you're not going to be like, no, nah, they were fucking dull. <laughs> they were a hermit. They fucking hated everyone. But she also drove a motorcycle, which tells you that she's a little bit more adventurous. Like, yeah. like you pick up on things, and that's how cold reading's done. So, like, I've been to those sorts of things, and that's why I get, like, a little bit annoyed. Like, these people are getting money from it. No, I, I definitely see that. I mean, if it's a little funny, like, oh, it'd be, like, I thought about it. I thought about in Salem going in there's so many psychics there I'm like it'd be fun but I just because of who I am I just d- couldn't do it because one I would have felt like I was making fun of them and yeah. that's legitimately what they believe but then also I think about the people who base a lot of things on it I think it's fun if you don't base too much on it yeah I like I, I mean I use it as a guidepost right like I it's sort of to me this is, like, for everything, right? Where I'm, like, what tools can I use in my life that are going to keep moving me forward yeah. or keep giving me motivation or help me maybe put into words something that I couldn't put into words? Yeah. And so that's, like, I mean, I so I went back to, I've been twice, and she does, she does tarot, and then she's also, she's also a medium. Yeah. Um, and so she did that. When did I do that? See, I, I want, I I get that because I want, I want ghosts to be real. I want it to be real and I want it to be fun. But then there's that part of my brain that doesn't believe it. So I, I am in this weird limbo of like, I don't know if I believe it, but then it could be real and there yeah. could be people out there. And I feel like I don't, I don't want anyone to like, I don't want anyone to be taken advantage of or yeah. right. Like, um, for any reason. And if you are susceptible to that for whatever, you're, you're in a vulnerable space and someone's giving you that peace that you need, yeah. that I th- is a horrible thing. But I, I because of who, who I am, and to bring it back to astrology, <laughs> cancer, and, like, cancer and Capricorn, like having those two kind of really opposing, like super emotional and then like pretty logical and rational, having those two things together is like really fun. And then you have the Aquarius, which is kind of like, in the clouds, like, more connected to, like, the spiritual side of things, if right. that makes sense. So, like, all of that comes together, and I'm like, yeah, great, I can have someone, like, tell me something, but I can also, like, process it on my own, and I'm yeah. not just, like, believing it. Yeah. Um, and in, like, I mean, I, the last reading I had with this person, and it just, it just happened, I didn't plan it, I just was like, I'll go in, it's, it was the place on Granville Island, if you, like, walked by right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, walked up, and it was the same person, and, uh, she... Like, it was great. And, like, she definitely was like, oh, like, your grandma's here and your grandpa's here. And she did, like, some of, like, that medium stuff. And I was like, cool. But I had also already been feeling like I've had someone around me. And I went to, so I'm pointing to a drawing on my wall right now. Yeah. Um, And I talked about this, guys, I think, about the intuitive portrait 
character, so she, like, reads your aura and, like, draws you. Okay. And the, like, green bubbles on the side, she was like, there's, like, you have protection, like, around you. So there's something around you. And when she told me that, it was, like, something I I felt my whole life. Like, I've been in some really fucking dangerous situations. Right. And I've done some really, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, I should be dead. Like, this would be, like a case on, like, my favorite murder. Yeah. If, like... I mean, I feel like... And some of that's just chance, and some yeah, of that's, I, I like, like, being a white fucking privileged woman yeah, in Canada. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I think everyone has one of those stories of, like, like, I could have died. Why am I, I not dead? I should be dead. Um, and if you don't have one of those stories, you're most likely dead. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing. So... But again, it's not like I don't sit there. It's just... It is a comfort. Like, yeah. I have my grandma's engagement ring. I usually feel more safe when I'm wearing it because it feels like I'm more connected to and her. And that's... Like, whether that means she's actually with me or not, it doesn't matter because it gives me that... And any comfort... Like, I wish I had more comfort because my only comfort is, like, I cling to my phone, but if someone attacked me, like... <laughs> like I could call anyone <laughs> I want. Yeah, like, it's not gonna get me out of any situation. Like... I don't think I'm going to get kidnapped. No one's going to want to keep me for any prolonged period of time. <laughs> right. so I'm just going to get murdered. Like, that's fair. I, yeah, I there's, would. There's nothing yeah. going to protect no. me. No. I can pretend I'm super tall, but usually in the situation if I'm outside, I'll pretend like I try to make myself the smallest person possible. And at uh, six foot one or like maybe slightly taller, because I measured that when I was like 14. <laughs> um, like, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I can't really make myself that small, so me trying to disappear isn't really a possibility. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tried to disappear a lot, too. I've been the same height since I was, like, nine. Like, Damn, you were a tall nine-year-old. I was a tall nine-year-old. And, like, now I'm, like, I feel like I'm still decently tall for a woman. Like, Yeah, no, you, you are. Like, you right? But I'm not the tallest. But it, like, I did do the, like, hunched-over shoulder yeah. thing, like, pull in, like, oh, like, I'll make myself smaller because, yeah. like, everyone comments on this and it's, like... Yeah, and it's, like... So disconcerting. Oh, like, oh, you're really tall. It's, like, my favorite thing I used to say was, oh, really? I never noticed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's real obvious. <laughs> like, real obvious. Yeah, no. Real obvious. Like, I was taller than my brother for a really long time and I actually think this is probably why he made fun of me. And his friends, actually, who were older than him. So my brother's two years older than me, and right. most of his friends were, like, two to four years older than him, and they used to, like, they were shorter than me. God bless females going through puberty first, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Right? I don't know. Um, but, like, they had, like, awful names for me. Like, he used to, like, call me, so, I don't know if you saw it from the airport, but, like, the CN Tower in Toronto, like, they used to, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. terrorize me by calling me, like, CN Tower, and, like... Damn. Constantly were like asking me how like the air like, was yeah, up but there. Yeah, unpopular or how's the air up there is the dumbest thing. Right, like not even good insults, but it's like, like <laughs> when it like upsets how's you. How's the weather up there? And you're like, like already upset, and you're like nine years old. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> just stop making fun of me. <laughs> it's just yeah, I, I never understood that. Like, oh god. Yeah, I was always the center of all my school photos, center back. Yeah, always at the back row. So the back row would always be, like, boys and then me. <laughs> I was literally from kindergarten, like, ECE, so early childhood education, when I was, like, four. So you start there when you're three, four. Okay. Till grade eight, I was the middle of the photo, back row. Yeah. Even, the like, the boys in my class were, like, like, I middle of the photo, back row. The only time that I would, like, 
fully defend my right to be a tall person would be at festivals. Because I would, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an early person. I'm always everywhere early. So I would get to what I wanted to see early and I would be standing at the front. And there was once this person behind me be like, oh, all the tall people are standing at the front. I'll be like, that's because the tall people got here first. <laughs> you sit down and shut up. I deserve to be at the front. No, I think that's so fair. I was pushed that- to the back my whole life. I was that asshole at concerts because I used to go to a lot of shows and in the same thing I used my like height my like I was like fuck it I don't even care but I yeah. got there late and then I would push to the front and be like <laughs> whatever but most of the time it was because I was like with shorter friends and so yeah. I would like and it's not even like I pushed I just like would move people out of the way I'd be like excuse me excuse me excuse yeah. me and I still had that capability like I'm oh, no, way, I don't know I, I can't do that and then like all my short friends would be in front and I'd be like like it's fine you're like blocking them protection i'm here for you guys and we're at the front now no i yeah i just hated that people thought that just because they were short they should have stood at the front where like like i'm a big quality uh big believer in that equality equity like yeah that sort of thing but not when i have paid for a ticket and you have paid for a ticket and we're both privileged white people (laughs) yeah no i think i mean that's a little bit of a different scenario um, when you are in a mosh pit type general seating area. Like, there, there are just rules. You yeah. Just first like, come, first serve. First, yeah, like, exactly. I just think of, I don't know if you've seen that picture. There's this picture that explains your equality no, I, I, and equity. Yeah, I talked about it on here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's why I, like, I think of that. And it's like, yeah, that, that short person does need to see a butt. Except for if they all paid the same. Because just because they should make their own way. Like, they know they're... Like, I know I'm tall, so I paid for extra legroom. Yeah. Right? So you like, you're, and you're not demanding it. You're not showing up being like, um... I'm just because I'm tall, I deserve this. Yeah. I, I paid for it, yeah. so to make sure that I get it. Yes. So, like, they, they should... They I mean, you're working thing. within the bounds of capitalist society, so... <laughs> I wish that we didn't live in it, but we do, so deal with it. You, you do what you gotta do. Yeah, no. Fuck being tall. It is, it is funny, though. And, like, I mean, I still do it sometimes. I think part of the reason I, like, stopped wearing heels is, like, for that reason. Oh, yeah. I'm also like... scared of heights, so I can't wear heels. <laughs> I think the best thing you've said. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Like, it's a long way to fall when you put on an extra, like, seven inches. It's true. That, yeah. yeah. It's, like, seven feet by that stage. Fuck. That's enough. So fair. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, like when you start to stick out too much and then when everyone mentions it, so you're just like, yeah, no, it's, I know. Right? It's, the and I think that's the funny thing is like, I think a lot of our insecurities come from those things that people have like constantly mentioned to you your whole yeah. life. That and you're it's like, something that you're fully aware of. So when someone else mentions it, you're like, everyone's so aware of this one thing. Yeah. So like, I had a, like a friend breakup worst i hate those yeah it's and it's like a friend that i was i was friends with her for like over 10 years like it was a long time um i had known like i've moved around australia a lot and i had known her from like my hometown and then we lived in sydney together so like i've known her a long time and then when she started dating this guy she like changed a bit um and i was accepting of that up until she sent me a message (laughs) That said, uh, I, I can't say their names, but she said, you need to control your anxiety because my boyfriend doesn't understand it. 
and trash thing to say. I'm just like, first of all, that is not how anxiety works. If I could control it, my life would be so much easier. What a novel idea. (laughs) Second of all, maybe fucking talk to your boyfriend. Like, so it came about from, it was his birthday and it was, he lived a fair, like his family lived a little bit out of Sydney. So we drove there. We, We had spent one night there. And if I'm far away from like things like shops or like a pharmacy, like I'm a very clumsy person, okay? So I constantly think about how I'm going to hurt and kill myself and look like an idiot. It's like one of my fears is I'm going to die in the dumbest accident and people are just going to be like, what the hell is wrong with <laughs> Follow up question. <laughs> Do you constantly wear like really nice underwear because you're worried about that? <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know if, like, that's... I, I'm not really concerned about... You're like, I don't really worry about that. I just, like... Like, I did have, like... I, I am scared that I'll fall over in the bathroom and die because that's, like, the most undignified way to die. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like... So, that I think about it that way. But it's more like I'm going to, like, trip on my shoelace and fall headfirst into traffic and get run over and it's just going to look like... Like, I once fell down the stairs because I got excited for spaghetti. And, like, I broke my arm. Like, that's the type of person I am. <laughs> right? So good. <laughs> I didn't get spaghetti because I had to go to hospital. Fuck. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Like, it was so shit. So, I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> um, this friend breakup. Oh, yeah, and... this friend breakup. So, like, I, I was anxious because I was so far away from things. I had spent one night there. I cannot sleep around people so I didn't have any sleep in the morning because I was like it the sun started rising like at least I can go for a walk um which was it was nice because it was the country it was foggy and there was kangaroos because I'm from Australia (laughs) (laughs) so I went for a walk but the dogs woke up and they started barking and his mum asked me oh how do you sleep like oh yeah but I went for a walk so sorry if like the dog she's like yeah the dog's woke me up like, she made a comment about it. I was like, okay, this woman doesn't like me. But also, like, if that was going to be an issue, then they need to tell you that when you arrive. Like, yeah, like the, the dogs, dogs are really sensitive to when people move around. Yeah. So, like, they might bark. So, that, like, at least you're aware of the decision you're making that Yeah, might... I would have just stayed still and not gone for a walk. Yeah. Because, like, my thing is I didn't want to wake up the people I was sharing a room with. So that's why I went for a walk. Yeah. To not be in the room. Like, that's... Ah, fucking... Sorry, like, I felt... I, I suddenly just felt so unwelcome. That was the first night. I was meant to spend another night there. So, more people showed up because, like, more people were coming to the party afterwards uh, that sort of lived around there, and then some friends who... More friends that were coming from Sydney. Later that night, there were friends that literally lived around the corner from me heading back to Sydney. And I said, can I grab a ride with you? That makes sense to me. It makes so much sense. My friend also lived, like, pretty far away from me, so if I got a ride with her the next day, I would have then had to get home on the train. Yeah. And, like, so this just worked out perfectly. I didn't realize that doing that was considered rude. (laughs) That was another step. And I get this long message, and it points out all these insecurities I always have around parties. So, like, some people said this, some people said, like, she just kept listing things. And in my head, I'm like, this is the exact... This is everything. Just all my thoughts that I tell myself, no, you're crazy. People don't actually think that. We're just listed in this text message. You really don't like this person. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't spoken to her since. Yeah, good. Uh, well, no, I spoke to her once because I said, I can't speak to you. I am way too angry. Because she was telling me off. It wasn't even like a, a conversation. She was telling me off. Yeah, no, this just sounds like... It was. Oh, I was also... God. This was going to be the first time I saw Snow... 
Um, this was two years ago now. I have only just seen snow in this trip. Yeah. So this was the first time I was going to see snow. We had a ski trip planned. I was uninvited from that ski trip. <laughs> I lost I lost it. I said, I can't talk to you. But she was, like, a friend from high school. Like, I'd known her for so long. So I was willing to talk to her again. Yeah. But I wanted her to really think about, like, what she was saying. Instead, she sent me a message saying, are you ready to talk? And I said, do you understand that I can't control my anxiety? Her response was, this isn't about your anxiety. It's 100% about my anxiety. Everything you listed is because of my anxiety. Like, even coping techniques, like deep breathing. So that was something that made her boyfriend uncomfortable. That was me trying to deal with my anxiety. Actually? Yes. Because, like, so this is the thing. Like, I mean, I... I usually, I don't spend, like, an extraordinarily long time in, like, bathrooms when I go to parties, but I always know where the bathroom is for those times that I need to, like, step away, take some deep breaths, be by myself, maybe, like, splash some water on my face, like, calm myself down, or just, like, be, like, it's really fucking noisy, there's a lot of people I don't know out there, and I just need to, like, be by myself for a minute. And, like, this, this, I, I tend to throw off when I get really anxious. It's super fun. Um, also super embarrassing because it's like, yeah, that's not, that's not fun I don't anyone. drink because of that, because it's like people are going to assume that I can't hold my alcohol, blah, blah, blah. Also it exacerbates it. Yep. So like, that's why I don't drink. So taking deep breaths is making sure I don't throw up. So like telling me to not do that, fine, I'll throw up in your car next time. Yeah. I, I mean, it's good that you guys like had your friend break up because that is so unnecessary and like. It just, how, how someone else doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable when it has nothing to do with you, like, this isn't like you were going up to people and you were, like, stroking their arm and, like, do you know what I mean? Like, this was you taking care of yourself. Also, everything that she listed in that text, she could have come up to me that night and be like, hey, are you okay? Because there's these weird things happening. I wasn't aware of anything that she said. Which you're usually not. Yeah. Because you you automatically go into your coping mechanism. Yeah. You go into how you protect yourself. And it's like, had she come up to me and spoke to me, completely different situation. I would have explained myself, and maybe there would be an understanding. Yeah. But no, it was instead I got, like, berated and told off and disinvited from things. Yeah, and... I mean, it's one thing to have someone come to you and be like, I'm concerned about you because I noticed you doing X, Y, Z, and, like... How, how do we manage this for this trip? Or how yeah. do we, like, how can I assist you in this the next time I see it happening? Yeah. Or, it, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's ways to approach it if you're concerned. Do you want to hear the kicker? Like, the Yes, the I ultimate. do. I definitely want to hear the so, kicker. first of all, I've been medically diagnosed. I am on quite a bit of medication for my anxiety. And I'm considered, like, in the higher aspect. And, which, in Australia, because we have great healthcare, means I'm qualified for a lot of things. But. <laughs> great. Her father is a doctor. Her mother is a psychologist. No. <laughs> not like she's not like a psychologist she talks to, but she like studies the brain. And well, like yeah, no, because there's, there's a difference, right? Yeah, there's like therapist, psychologist. So she's Psychiatrist. Like a medic, she's like medically a psychologist. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So like if anyone should have an understanding of these things, it's her. So, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous wild I mean you're definitely better off and like anyone who comes to you and 
Like, because, I mean, I've had people in the past do shit like that to me where I'm like, look, that's not helpful. How you're approaching it isn't going to, like, make this better. And, like, you literally just told me all the things I hate about myself. So, like, congratulations for winning that cup. Like, And, like, she's done it before, but the the time before I could forgive because it was, like, her and her sister had a fight because her sister read some text messages she had sent to a friend. So that that was different. That wasn't her directly telling her sister. But the argument was her sister was like, you should have told me, blah, blah, blah. That was a petty sister argument. But her response yeah. to that was to message everyone all these mean things she's ever said about them. <laughs> and mine was like... She just sounds super self, like, un- unaware. She's so unaware. So unaware. And there's, like, to a point I'll forgive that because I'll be like, okay, she doesn't understand that. That's fine. But this was this was too much. This was so... I had, ex- I had sent a reply to be like, this is why, and, like, tried to explain it, but there was no understanding there. Yeah, no. At some point, you just have to take care of yourself, and, like, yeah. I mean, that's what you were doing the whole time. Yeah, so it was just, like, and I've been through that before, where, like, had had a friend, like, had an argument with a friend, or, like, something like that, and I'd obsessed over it, and, like, really just, like, tried to reply to them, and, like, constantly, and it just made it worse, really. Yep. So this time, it's just, like, I can't talk to you. I yeah. Can't. No, it's so fair. I'm really glad you did that because yep. we don't need we don't need we just it sends you on a spiral. Yeah, no one no one needs that in their life. Like, I think I talked about like a friend breakup where like I had a friend like needling me, and it was multiple friends that like were like poking at like my insecurities and like right. telling me I was like selfish and like but in like roundabout ways. Like we should have like a selfish list concept contest, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, why? Because I like to take baths and I like to like. But why would why to... would you focus on that? Why would you make a list of things that you're selfish about? That's... Right? And so I was like this, like, it was just, like, weird and just made me feel bad. And, like, it exacerbated my anxiety. So I was like... Because instead you could be like, oh, let's write down things that, like, we use to relax ourselves. Or we find comfortable. Like, that's a better way of wording it that isn't... Well, yeah. And, and I think... That's not a dig. No, it's not a dig at all, but it was 100%. Yeah, so, like, the way they did it sounds like it was purposely a dig. Oh, it was purposely a dig, and it was purposely to, like, make me feel worse about myself and, like, for them to, like, get their rocks off on. But, like, yeah, what do you achieve out of that? They just feel better about themselves? They feel better about themselves. Like, is it that they're they're jealous that they can't spend time and, like, have a bath and relax, and they're like, fuck you for being able to do that? This is the thing, right? Like... I am privileged in multiple ways, and I, I say this all the time. I'm white. Yes, I'm female, but I'm still a white female yeah. in Canada. Like, upper middle class family. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, all of it's lined up, but that doesn't mean that, like, I don't still have shit going on. Yeah. And, like, when someone's struggle doesn't negate your struggle. Yeah, like, and, like people that, are dealing with different things. That is, that's something I have a really hard time still coming to terms with, where I'm, like, I'm very privileged. Like, the fact that I haven't had to take a shitty job just to, like, like right? Like, to look for I've what had time to do this where other people, if they were in my same situation, it would have been, like, the next day they would have just gone and got a job at McDonald's or yeah. whatever. I'm not disparaging McDonald's. I think they actually are probably one of the better employees in the world based on information I have. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, they those, would just find the first available. jobs that people look down on. Yeah. Let's put it that way. They don't, I don't necessarily think there's jobs that also are better or worse in the world. that they want to do. Right. So... I have that understanding, and so I think it comes from that, where, like, a lot of times, this is how I approach it, and this is, again, like, that we, like, compartmentalize and we make up whatever stories we need to, like, do it, and I'm coming to terms with or coming to the understanding that a lot of people, like, 
act out or say things or do those things that hurt you the majority of the time because they're feeling insecure about something or they're not addressing the things in their life that are bugging them so it makes it it's easier on them to inflict that pain on someone else and you you really like you obviously don't know exactly what they're thinking but you have to try to understand it because we spend majority of our time well i i don't know i can't speak for everyone but i spend majority of my time trying to tell myself that the thoughts i have are just like the worst case scenario yes so um (laughs) actually i came up with this thing with my psychologist um, which is like, this is the most like privileged thing for me to say, but, uh, the voices in my head, I explained them like the two angry guys and the Muppets, like the guys in the theater, the, like, oh, the balcony people. The, that yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the voices in my head. And I just have to like tell myself that they're just angry old men and that they need to shut up. Like just, yeah. Like listen to like, look at the situation and try to read it differently. So yeah. like, but when people basically tell me what those voices are constantly saying, they affirm it. it. They affirm it. So it means, like, when I'm trying to tell myself that, no, they're just angry old men, like, I go, but they could have some, like, some point to what they're there's, saying. There's some truth to it. Yeah. Or, or maybe they're not, maybe they are angry old men, but it's still, like... So I'm not sure these people understand how much damage they do when they say something that, like, is so hurtful and points at your insecurities because the amount of time you try to tell yourself that that's not a real thing, this one incident can, like, let go of, like, like all your work. Totally, right? And it, and it's, it's, like, the one negative experience only gets negated by, like, five, I think it's, like, five positive experiences, yeah. right? Like, our brains, because we are animals, to come back to that point, right? Like, because yeah. we are animals, like our brains and our muscles and our nerves are all wired to protect ourselves. Exactly. So the that negative experience you have literally gets put into your DNA and into your body so that you don't feel that way again and you don't feel unsafe again. Yeah. And they're triggering that. Like if like for example, if you walked out the street now and you got like stabbed by someone. Like that's so so random. But who knows? You, it could happen. You would then have a fear of walking out onto that street. Yes. You would need to go out there multiple times and learn that that was a once-off incident. It was a rare incident for you to feel safe again. Yes. But that's still always going to be back of your mind. It's always, always in your mind. And it could be like right before you got stabbed, you heard like someone scuff their shoe. So every yeah. time you hear that, you whether it's on the same like, street or 10 years down the line in a different country, you would still have the same reaction. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it, I don't know if... I think people just need to stop and just think before they say something. So, like, I'll often will write a long message and then just delete it. And that's just me saying it. I don't really say it. I've started doing that, too, where I, like, write things out to, to whoever. Yeah. Rather than having that, like, back-to-back conversation in your head, writing it out and then, like, erasing it or saving it in a Word doc or whatever it is. Yeah. Or just, like, I like to really look at it and be like, what will this achieve? What will this make them feel? What will, what's the possibility of them replying to this? Is there any way that they could positively look at this? Yes. Because if there isn't, there is no point in sending that. Yes. It's not going to achieve anything if it's just going to make more people mad and then they're going to say words which are going to affect you more. Like, yeah. just, just stop. It's, yeah. I mean, it just comes back to the fact that, like, we are such a go-go-go society that there's no space for that to, like... People aren't allowed to think. They're not allowed to stop. They're not allowed to have that breath space. 
And if, like, you take it, then, like, it's looked down upon or you're, like, weak or, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's slowly starting to shift in a lot of and places, like, but. I mean, I work in reality TV, which a lot of people see is, like, uh, ethically scummy. So <laughs> Whatever. But. It, the people are putting themselves in that situation. They sign they, a contract. Yeah, they know what they're. Most of them just want Instagram followers. Yeah, like, like most of them know what they're getting into. They, the only times that they complain is when they say they edited me bad. But the truth is, they've just never seen themselves on film, and they've never seen how much of a dick they are. Like, <laughs> like, like oh fuck. Yeah, like. Yeah, I apologize to the people listening to this because I have heard my voice and I hate how it's. <laughs> um. Fun fact. I hated my voice when I started this too, and now I actually really enjoy it. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't really enjoy it. I still like have anxiety about it, but it's it's. You've gotten used to the sound of your voice. It. I've gotten used to it, and yeah. like, because I've had people like reach out to me about certain things, and like, not not even like necessarily phrase me, but like be open on their end, or like okay. say they like so my you've voice, had some or like positive like reaffirm. Yeah, right. like it's it's been a good um it's been a good experience for me and. Um, listeners, <laughs> I got my belly button pierced. What, what? Uh, sorry, mom. <laughs> and, um, like, my stomach is one of the parts, like, I hate about my body. Yeah. Right. And, like, the last 24 hours, I've been, like, nonstop looking at it, like, super happy, like, just want to, like, and so it's one of those things where if you, like, start to celebrate those things that, right, right, like, so you hate your voice, but it's, like, if you were to use it more often and it gave you something well, I've actually like, done, like, mean? a very... So I got a tattoo on my back. Oh, your tattoo's so gorgeous. Which meant that, like, I had to basically, like, have my shirt up, like, and I I, I don't go swimming, like, I don't do any of that, like... Yeah. I am also very insecure, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I had to also, like, take a photo of it in the mirror, so... And I didn't mind the photo, so, like, there's, there's small things, there's, like... I just... Yeah, I think it's, like, sometimes we focus on, like, the things we dislike about ourselves so much that it like increases that anxiety and that's what I love like I love fashion shows like they're my everything um and like fashion like makeover shows particularly and so they focus on is they'll be like so you want to draw your attention your eyes to like parts of your body that you do like so yeah that's that's exactly what fashion is about is basically like reverting the eye and like you need to do that to yourself and you need to focus on the bits that you do like instead of like enhancing the bits that you like aren't so comfortable with but it's like no one else looks at you that way no you're the only person that will like stare be like oh i've got like this weird dimple on my arm and like no one else has ever noticed that weird dimple on your arm no or if they did like they were probably like fuck that's such a cute dimple like i wish i had one but it's so weird like i'm insecure about my height and then people will be like man i wish i was that tall where my response is always like, no, you don't, because I can't buy jeans. So <laughs> that honestly, that's a pretty valid reason. It's, like, sure, people are like, oh, but jeans are always too long. You can roll that up, bitch. You, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't m- add material. I can't to my make jeans. denim appear out of nowhere, but you can fucking take it away. Yeah, like why can't they just like, default have a long hem and I can just cater it to what I want? We do have some tall brands in oh, Canada. Oh yeah, I've been there. Okay, yeah, cool. I bought some jeans. It's great. I was so happy. Yeah, I had. To, I can roll them up. Stevie did a lot of shopping, I think, while she was here. Oh, so poor now. <laughs> <laughs> so the poor. nice thing is, though, that our currencies are pretty Well, that's far. the thing. So when, when the options were uh, to reroute to the US and fly back to Australia or to come to Vancouver and then, 
like wait 24 hours or do something i'm like go back to canada because i am so poor so the us i had to like double everything essentially and then tip i the first day i was in new york i i was still used to spending money in vancouver (laughs) where everything is the same and i was like it was essentially the price all i need to do is add tax yes um which i didn't really care about because it was like a few bucks who cares uh but in the US, I need to add tax and also work out the exchange rate, which I wasn't doing. And I spent a lot more money than I had planned. Yeah, that always happens to me too. Yeah. Bought a jumper, that uh, a sweater, that I thought was like 50 bucks. But it turned out like after you add tax um, and the exchange rate, it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Money. Like I do a lot of online shopping <laughs> it is one of my coping mechanisms that i'm working on because i've started just filling up a basket not, and then not buying it. usually that's that's what i'm i go to or yeah. i do the like and i'll do that and then wait on it 24 yeah. hours right and then or like i'll save items and be like if they come on sale i'll buy it then. yeah so it is like there's like ways to work with it um but <laughs> life is so hard <laughs> but, but like buying things from the states and even like with shipping right like then, yeah. I, and then they like gouge you on shipping even if it's coming from like seattle like i can see seattle from here <laughs> you know, it's still like Just it's throw like it. 25 dollars like u.s in shipping and i'm like that makes no i like, can i'll come pick it up <laughs> right i was like i'm not i'm not paying that like that's ridiculous there's yeah so like when you look at things you're like oh i love this Just, like the shipping is twice the amount of the actual item and it's usually well and usually ends up being like three times the amount when you do the conversion because like yeah. i want to get um this is this is so fucking privileged and like <laughs> ridiculous and an unnecessary purpose purchase but i want one of the like drinkerinos like glassware have oh i have not seen this yeah so you can like get your name on it and then it says like drink reno and like you can choose like a wine glass or a highball or like whatever yeah and i really want one they're like 10 15 dollars i think depending on the style you choose shipping is 30 dollars okay so 30 dollars and this is us that is insane so how much is that actual glass like 10 like let's just say it's 10 dollars i think it's like yeah, D- it, it depends on which style you choose, but so like, I think the wine glass is $10. And makes ship- it from a regional purchase to, like, that is an extravagant wine glass. Yeah, and it's, um, it's I'm sorry, it's not even, like, the good glass yeah. that, like, you want for a wine glass. Because that's not what you're paying for. Because what like, you're paying for is purely for them to get it to you. Right? So I'm just, I'm like, I constantly, like, put it in my Etsy cart and then remove it. Well, something that I've been um, putting in my cart, this is, like, but going back to like I'm a skeptic but I love that shit um I well since Salem I bought a Ouija board did you buy a Ouija board I bought a Ouija board and it's like I've been looking at them basically every October I look at buying a Ouija board yeah but they are like $30 shipping plus like $70 to start with yeah they're like super expensive to get one and nowhere sells them in Australia because we hate fun Like, we, we outwardly project that we love fun, but really, our country is fucked up. We just don't let people know. Um, that, but, that's a good Australian advert right there. Yeah, yeah come to our country, we're a little bit fucked. <laughs> uh, but this was like 30 bucks, like, after conversion, it only cost me like oh, 30 bucks. So I was damn. like, fuck yeah, I'm buying this. And like, I was telling myself today, I don't need this, I'm running out of money, <laughs> I don't need this. Oh, God. But I bought it, and... Um, but when I bought it... How big was it? 
It's like it's like game board size. Okay, so it's like it's the like regular a, Ouija, it's a board size. Ouija board size. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, when I bought it, I was talking to the guy in the shop, and it was, he's got a whole bunch of them. He has some which are like are worth like the most expensive one was only a hundred. I say only, but when you, yeah, yeah it's, it was like a big original Ouija board from like the nineteen twenties. Oh my god, I would so buy that. Made in Salem because they used to have a factory in Salem. Fuck, I would so buy that. <laughs> I I was so close. I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Just buy the regular one, but. He said that the reason that they have them is people will have them in their house and or they'll find them in their house and they will basically project any bad thing that's happening in their life to this Ouija board. So they call up this company that comes and gets them, oh pays God. them like 10 bucks and now this guy sells them to like crazy people like me who are like, I want that in my life. I love that. Um, I used to, play, but I, used I to then that. after buying that, the day after buying that Ouija board, I am stuck in this country. That's true. There may be some facts to it. I mean, I used to I used to play with I used to use a Ouija board um, with a friend at my trailer park. <laughs> Can you go away? Fuck! I'm such trailer trash. It's great, um, but and this is probably this is where like my so murderino hundred percent like which is what this, I also like beginning hate. of a horror movie oh my god these little kids in a trailer park playing with this Ouija yeah, board and was, then out of the woods comes like this creature it was the summer of 97 oh my god that comes up on the screen summer of 97 yeah. zooms in these children so I was I was nine and I think my friend was eight I think she's a year younger than me um and we asked the Ouija board who killed JonBenet <laughs> Yes. And it told us it was Bert. Well, that's the thing. Like, the thing with Ouija boards is it's just subconscious. Like, it was uh, originally made to do that. That it was, it's just a board game. It's, well, it's, yeah, like. It wasn't made to talk to spirits. The, but, so, the, the, but the funny thing about it was, and this is, like, this is where, like, your childhood really does impact, like, how you are, I think, as an adult. Yeah. Is, like, the next day I went to the Walmart in Peterborough and um, all, like, the reg, like, gossip, mach- like, magazines was, like, JonBenet's brother, like, actually a oh murderer. And I was, like, oh, my God. And it, like, totally, like, solidified everything. But, okay, this is how the brain works. And this is why I've watched documentaries on, and I fucking love it. Like, this isn't taken away, like, how how much I think this is fascinating. Um, Your brain, like, even if you don't register that you saw those magazines, you might have seen those magazines. Totally. So you, that was in your brain. And then when you're, that's why you might have asked that question. Like, why did you ask that question otherwise? So it's like, that's in your brain. Yep. And then that's what Ouija boards work on is your subconscious. Yeah. And you move it to that. Like, it totally makes sense. And no. that's why I love it. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, I'm 100% on the same yeah. page with you. But I do think like, that's, it's still creepy. It's still creepy. And it still like impacts you as you get older where you're like, like oh, when, shit. when I was a kid, I was totally into witchcraft. Like when I was a kid, not now, it's not like I would visit a whole town that was based on witchcraft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I moved like two streets away from my best friend. My best friend lived next door to me. I moved two streets away from That's her. That's a really far away though. It was so far and I thought that our friendship was over. I thought that meant that she would never talk to me and we wouldn't be friends anymore because it's not like we went to the same school. We did still go to the same school. Like nothing changed. But you couldn't like tin can like exactly. talk like, through we the used windows. To spend, like every day at each other's houses and now we needed like an adult to walk with us to each other's houses. So I had this witch book. This like it was had purple velvet on it. Ooh. It was the greatest like spells and there was this the spell to like rekindle a relationship or a friendship. And 
it was like you had two uh, dolls that represented each other and you put them on a windowsill and each day you meant to move them closer and like there was other things you had to do. You know, I'm definitely going to try this with oh, like was, other things. Like I, So I did it. Anyway, <laughs> I did it. And I, sw- I lived, the room I lived in was super weird. So I grew up in the tropics where there was cyclones. So my bedroom, <laughs> my bedroom was like a converted, it was converted from like the cyclone shelter. Oh shit. So it didn't have a window. Like it just had like this tiny little thing up. Like you guys can't see my hands, but I'm like explaining it with my hands. It's like a small window up really high in the room. Um, and so that's all I had. So I put the dolls on there and it was a creepy ass room. That didn't get much light. <laughs> I looked in and I swear to God, these dolls move. It was probably just my brain thinking they moved. But I swear. And then I started screaming. I would not go into my room at all. I mean, I wouldn't either. That sounds terrifying. It was terrifying. It also sounds like you lived in a little bit of a dungeon. <laughs> I mean, it was above ground. <laughs> but yeah, I did. It was like all other aspects it was awesome because it's really hot in the tropics and that room stayed really cool so that's a bonus that was a bonus um but it didn't have windows i also really love that australia has tropics yeah it's it's disgusting whereas like i'm like to me like australia is like all tropics no no it's it stops about halfway down and then it's a different type of heat i mean it makes sense i get it the top half is like your sweating balls and the bottom half is like your entire body is drying out it's fun yeah dry heat versus wet heat come visit <laughs> yeah with all those snakes and spiders i'm real yeah. intrigued by this I, I was explaining to you a few days ago about how it's not that bad and then i proceeded to say like how we couldn't go swimming anywhere <laughs> <laughs> crocodiles jellyfish and sharks so i'm like i mean if you don't go in the water it's not that bad. totally fine it's so fine Australia's great, guys. Everyone should go. <laughs> um, if you can ever make it to that country. So, one, I want to make sure we get you to the airport on time. Yeah. I'll and potentially, like, I don't, oh, you just had a sandwich, so we don't really yeah. need to eat. But I don't know if you want to, like, do anything else. Is there anything you want to, like, add or, like... I feel like we've just been going with no, the discussion. No, I will I'll go back and listen to your podcast to see if we were even remotely the same to how you usually have a conversation no but like i mean i talk to myself right so it's it's not going to be the same and like the hope is that i'll eventually like it might not be like every week but like maybe like two episodes a month is like me and two episodes is like and so like if you're like into just listening to me fucking talk great but if you like want more of like dynamic and you know i once decided i was going to start a podcast and bought a microphone and then proceeded to do nothing with it so I can, like, Skype you if we ever sort that out. Hell yeah. And do this again. Um, I am, like, 12 hours different in time, so that may be difficult to set up. But... You know, sometimes I have insomnia. <laughs> it works out all right. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Stevie, do you want to just, like, say goodbye to whoever's listening right now? Bye to whoever's listening right now. Yay. If you guys want to peace out, peace out. If you want to take a breath with me, you can take a breath with me. Stevie, don't breathe. I'm just kidding. You can totally breathe if you want to. Thanks for listening. Ciao, guys.